And then you're also doing a weight cut for this, right? For OSG. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm headed in the right direction. So it's what do you I weigh weighed in? in I weighed in for uh nationals at 177. So I was like light going into my 180 class. Mm -hmm. Um just because I knew like I needed to start that that diet down, you know, sooner rather than later. So yeah. um but yeah, I think I'll be I'm working with uh, Becca Lorch for the the water cut. So I think nice. I'm in good hands with that. So Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. I am trying to slim down and I want to do a small water, like as small as possible. If yeah. it was up to me, no water cut. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I've cut, I've never cut to this class before. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of new anyways. There hasn't really been a reason to. Um, so I usually, um, I used to cut from like 190 to 180 and now I've been like maintaining 180. So it kind of makes sense to just see if I can c cut down and be competitive still at that, you know, 160 yeah. or whatever. So yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm excited. Awesome. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching you, don't worry. I'm watching. <laughs> I know. <laughs> same here, girl. Same. <laughs> yeah, but, anyway, but also, <laughs> we're going to battle. <laughs> There's so many girls in that class. I mean, I know, like, some of them probably won't show up, but, like, yeah, classes are so, there's a lot. Yeah. It's going to be huge. I mean, compared to last year, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be yep. enormous. And then some of these girls, like, I've never even heard of. And then, like, I'm looking at them, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, where did you come from and why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of the, the more, you know, recognizable names are in that class. Some people have gone up, you know, up mm -hmm. and down as far as, like, there's a few people on there from, like, the 140s that have gone up a class. And then there's people that have come mm -hmm. down. So. I know Nancy's in our class, and I'm like, okay, well, that's fun. <laughs> Just, like, watch her dominate real quick. Right. <laughs> so strong. It's crazy. It'll be good. It'll be a fun, fun couple days. So. Yeah. What, do you, what are you looking forward to the most, and what are you looking forward to the least? Um, so, day three would be, like, my jam. Um, so, like, I'd love to make that top 10 and get to day three I don't know if that's in the cards for me depending I mean who knows anything can happen but um I want to finish that farmer's run um and then I want some redemption on that sandbag those sandbags to shoulder because I just did that at, at nationals and kind of ran out of time to get that last bag of course it's a little bit heavier at OSG but um just working on the speed and I can be a lot yeah. faster. So I'm looking forward to that. What about you? I, okay. So I think like the worst for me is going to be the stones, which is new for me because usually I'm like good at stones. So that's, I'm more, most worried about that. Um, those stone weights are also ridiculous. Like that's They're just, heavy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but to do five in a row like that, I mean, that's, mm -hmm. it's only going to be who's like least broken by the end of that. 
Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the yoke walk. Yeah. I know. So for like people that don't know or, or that are curious, how does your training change as you're counting down and getting closer to OSG? So, um, pretty typically it will, um, you know, probably about four weeks out, three weeks out, we'll get to like a, a steady peak as far as, you know, the weights are probably even right now, the weights are like 90%. And then, um, they'll get to maybe comp weight here in a week, week and a half. Um, and then usually about, you know, two weeks out, a week and a half out, we'll kind of taper down. So like, they'll go down to like 75, 80% to still keep moving with all the events and, uh, you know, do comp style runs and stuff like that at lighter weights. And then, um, my coach has me doing, um, just a couple things like those first two days of comp week, you know, just kind of like a little pump sesh, upper and lower body. And then, um, basically from, uh, actually I'm traveling on the Tuesday. So we're headed, headed there on Tuesday. So I probably won't really do much on Tuesday, just like kind of taper everything down after Monday. So. Right on. How about you, Lauren? It's pretty much the same. Yeah. Get real heavy here in about a week and a half, hit those comp weights and then taper down just the rest and keep moving. So Feels like it was seven weeks last week, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, here's three and a half weeks it's, <laughs> to get it together. Yeah. Yeah, those last few weeks go by so fast. It's like, mm -hmm. I mean, I knew it was going to be a quick turnaround because we went from like, you know, nationals to I had two days off essentially. And then like Tuesday started right back with, uh, you know, like heavy farmers' holes. Right back and, at, yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll see how how my body responds i did some deadlifts tonight they didn't feel too bad so yeah um yeah and be, do you have a garage gym yeah i do yeah i, I have i i work at a gym um which has a lot of strongman equipment and i coach uh some strength classes there and then i do have my own garage gym that has pretty much everything at this point nice Yep. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren has a garage gym too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's just weird though. Like I've been going to another gym to do like the Vikings press. And like every time I walk in, I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do here. It's, there's people. <laughs> Why are there people? <laughs> like a little different than, than what you're used to. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You, you definitely get used to having that convenience of just stepping out and doing whatever you want and you know you're kind of in your little zone you don't have to worry about any anybody or anything and I also like too it's like you don't have an excuse not to go to the gym if it's right outside your back door like you, you gotta do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's totally true and you're you're coaching Amy and Lauren you're gonna be coaching soon too right yeah, so um, I've coached a little bit in the past. Um, I just got busy, got away from it. 
but now I'm ready to start going like full send with it. Um, I partnered up with Julia and my coach and I have another partnership in the works. I'm not going to drop that yet, but we have another partnership in the works with somebody in Austin. So I'm hoping just like go full throttle into this and hopefully, you know, after OSD, pick up a few more clients when I'm not, you know, overly busy dying in my garage. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are starting with free programming for athletes. So we're charging right now. Okay. But um, our deal is um, we have like a deal with our coach where he will do discounted evals for like prehab and rehab stuff and targeting weaknesses. Gotcha. So basically what he does for us, um, but it, he does a good job. It yeah. works. So I'm excited to pick some people up and like really help them. So nice. Yeah. And Amy, you, how many clients do you have? That probably keeps you pretty busy. I assume. Yeah. I actually don't have like a nine to five regular job. Okay. Um, about two years ago, I decided that this was kind of the direction that I wanted to head. Um, so I kind of took on some clients and then I was still working full time, like at an office job. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did that, like I did both for a while and kind of like got to the point where I'm like, okay, we're going to ramp this coaching up. So I do take like online clients only, you know, just do, uh, you know, weekly programming for them. And then I also have, um, one-on-one clients at the gym. So I have like, uh, probably, I think I'm up to like eight people right now that I see one-on-one either once or twice a week and then I also you know either uh, provide them with additional programming or uh, they can attend my one of my four classes throughout the week so I do like just a basic um, strength training program Uh, a lot of people uh, it's a CrossFit gym so a lot of people will kind of supplement that with their CrossFit workouts so they'll like um you know, maybe two days of CrossFit and then they'll come to two days of, it's called Relentless Strength. So I, um, I see a lot of, a lot of crossover there. It's pretty cool. Have you been coaching? Um, it's been, gosh, probably four, four years now that I've been like in some capacity coaching. Like I started off coaching mainly CrossFit classes and then decided to kind of come up with this uh, you know, straight branch out and do just like a strength training class. And that's been really successful at the gym that I'm at. I have anywhere from like, um, like this morning's class, we had eight women. Like usually the morning is like mostly women that I coach. And then, uh, in the evenings we have a five thirty PM class, same programming. And then that can get up to like 12 to 15 people at once. Nice. So it's like a group style class. It's not bad, dude. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah it's I'm cool. going to tell you, too. It took everything in my power when you were like, it's been, and I, I really wanted to just be like, six weeks since you looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that a minute, but that would have been cool. <laughs> so where are we, uh, are you going to train people at the garage, Lauren? Or are you going to go to like a gym location or a little bit of so- both? I haven't really decided right now. I'm only going to take on remote clients uh, since I have OSG. And then afterwards I'm doing the Texas record breakers because I want to like put my log record up and 
I'm going to go for a few others. So after December, I'm going to uh, start maybe having in-person clients. Um, the other person that I'm partnering up with it would be through a gym. So I'm going to see how that goes. But I think like ultimately I would like to open up my own gym. Yeah. But I know that's like a lot of money. So I'm like, we can, oh, yeah. <laughs> we can wait a little while. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I like nine to five, so I'm not in a rush. Yeah. It is. I, any type of property right now is expensive. And the little piece that that Alan and I have, I mean, it's it's a thousand square feet and it it was expensive. And it, it's a start though. You know what I mean? It it's yeah. something I always wanted to do. And yeah. I think I was like watching like an Alan Thrall video and like he was talking about opening a gym and he like shows you his first gym and then when he moved and like when he didn't even have equipment in the gym and you know he talks about how it is a lot to build it and you're very broke in the first year or so and like yeah. so I'm just like I need to mentally prepare before I do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I know the broke feeling I'm, I'm going on my second year very broke. <laughs> you know but yeah i don't know you, you you just keep pushing and you hope it yeah hope it turns around just do what you can and gotta work yeah, uh, yeah. i'm a firm be believer in that if you get the right people behind something then you can definitely make it work so yeah you get the right people in place you get the right you know environment going you know they'll stand behind you and help you in any capacity that they can yeah absolutely yeah, and you see that with like Al and uh, John's helped you a lot, John Bond. And I've tried to help you, but I can't even help myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's cool too, like how the strawman community, like you don't have to necessarily be in the same state to even right. reach out to help people. Like the support yeah. in the community is huge. So. Yeah, so that's a nice thing about strawman. Yeah, that that was kind of one of the things I wanted to do with Kratos was create like some sort of network where, you know, you're not alone and you can reach out to each other. And I mean, no matter where you're at, there's somebody that that's there you can talk to if you need help. I mean, I just, I think in, in the world now that that's missing a lot, you know, in a lot of places and it's just, I don't know it's huge to have people behind you and support you and help you along the way. Absolutely. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so for nutrition, Lauren, you have uh, Matt McKeegan. I do. Yeah. Yep. We're, uh, he's, he's a good nutritionist. He cut my food a little bit again this week. Yeah. But it's okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> he's a, he's a pretty stellar athlete too. I mean, in the one Oh fives, he's. He is. He's yeah. a, he, he's a great athlete. Yeah. So, um, he'll be at OSJ. Um, so I'm excited. I can meet him. But he's all the way yeah. Um, so that's going to be fun. I'm definitely going to like, you know, let him have it though. Be like, what, what's the deal, man? With the, yeah. with the reduced calories. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <on it. laughs> 
Amy, how's Seth doing? He had surgery recently, right? Oh, um, my coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Sean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jeez. no, he um he had his appendix. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it actually burst, but he ended okay. up having having it out. And then mm-hmm. they, um, from what I understand, they nicked his duodenum. So like he oh. had like all of that kind of leaking into his abdominal cavity for a few oh, wow. <laughs> They had to like, you know, like, like vacuum it out or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty serious. So like he's, um, yeah, completely out of OSG, not, you know. Yeah. So My still- dad his appendix out, but he didn't have all that crazy stuff happen. And just that alone was like a few weeks of like, he had like a tube in and then it was like a lot of recovery time. So probably pulling out was the smart thing because there's no yeah he, he said he can't even like um he's not supposed to really activate his core at all right now no. so he's doing things that are minimal uh as yeah. far as core so um, i saw him you know he came out to nationals and then i think i'm going to see him this weekend we've got some people competing in youngstown um oh, nice. so he, he's probably going to be there and then uh he's still going with us OSG um mm-hmm. we have a little bit of a team going up um, um right on yeah we have like I think there's six of us six or seven of us going oh really okay. um, yeah from from the Youngstown crew I I get up there to train every once in a while um but yeah it should be uh should be fun this is the first time I've gotten to go with like a like a crew you know that's nice yeah yeah absolutely yeah i know there's a lot of texas people going so i'm excited like you know good support so yeah yeah definitely how do you guys feel about the direction strongman's going as far as the female athletes I am equal parts excited that it's picking up, and yeah. I also did it because I'm seeing all these like vicious girls come out of the woodworks, and I'm like, damn, I gotta step it up. <laughs> I I just it, ask because because uh, of cla- now now that there's clash and things like that, I just kind of want to get your guys' take on it. Yeah, I think it's exciting how fast it's like popping off though, and we're getting a lot of it like a lot more attention, so like that helps too, but. I mean, there's like some little girls doing some big things out there. I love it. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. I'm actually really glad I'm not a 140 because that class is just incredible. Um, what what those athletes are doing. I mean, not you know to diminish anything that the you know 160s, 180s heavyweights are doing, but the lightweights are like so impressive to watch. You know, when um, I judged that clash of the 64s. Yeah, they were all so tiny. Yeah, they're all short, right? (laughs) I was like, oh god, this embarrasses me. Like, I need to go home and get my shit together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great what uh, what Anthony's doing with Clash and including Mm -hmm. all of um, you know the female classes, and then um, you know I'm still I would consider myself still fairly new to the sport but um you know it's uh 
it's good that those opportunities are coming about, especially, um, you know, offering, you know, when there's cash on the line, I think that brings the best yeah. of the best out, you know, you want to yeah. compete against the best. So, um, yeah, I'm at the point where I'm picking and choosing what, uh, what shows I want to do. You know, I don't want to do back to back, you know, a month away from each other anymore. Right. Um, so like two, maybe three shows a year is kind of where I'm at. So, uh, probably class and OSG at this point. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think I've paid enough dues to just get choosy now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can you just tone it down a little bit? And that, that's kind of nice though, right? Because you don't have to, you know, wear yourself out doing all these competitions all the time. And yeah, now that you've gotten to a point. Yeah. And you kind of need that like off season. I've, I've realized, you know, I, I used to just sign up for everything, you know, when I first started out and uh, quickly realized that that's not sustainable. You know, you, you have to give your body some time to recover from the heavy weights and, uh, you know, get a little bit of a, a break. So. And, th and that's huge. A lot of, a lot of people still don't like realize or take that in consideration all the time you need to rest and recover and eat you know, eat properly, right, you know, to fuel your body. Yeah, yeah. that's another reason why I'm glad to partner with my coach with the prehab stuff. A lot of people are now realizing, you know, hey, I'm doing all this heavy stuff, but I'm not doing rehab. I'm not watching out for the rotator cuff or like whatever your issue is. I feel like there's like a high rate of injury now because people just don't know what to do or that they should be doing that stuff so i think like that's another big thing i'm seeing is like you know, people are more serious about the rest the recovery the hydration the eating and that's a great thing because if we're trying to be athletes out here bringing attention to the sport so that we can start making money like real athletes do like that's an important piece to it because you can't just run yourself ragged yeah yeah the, the longevity of you know your career as an athlete and your i mean your overall health as well Definitely yeah. something you got to incorporate into, into the whole training routine. Yeah. And it yeah. is a lot. Yeah. I'd like to do this for as long as I possibly can, you know, I, until I don't find it fun anymore, you know, yeah. um, I'm probably, I'm 36. So I've got four years. So I'm actually a master's athlete. And at that point I'll decide you know, what direction I want to head. So, um, but yeah, just try to, like you said, the longevity of it, try to do it as long as possible. Yeah, same. I want to do strongman as long as possible. Even if it's to the point where like, I don't, I'm not like a, you know, heavy into competing, I'm not doing heavy weights. Like I still want to be able to train it if it's fun or like at least be able to like back off and go power lift. Like I don't want to completely run myself into the ground, you know, and then be active right yeah how for people that are curious too um just to talk about powerlifting uh briefly what how does that translate since you're both are coaches how does that translate into strongman if like a powerlifter was considering tra you know transitioning into strongman yeah i think it's a good base you know to have 
Um, I was never involved in, in a high capacity of powerlifting, but I did kind of start off that way, like just squat bench deadlift, you know, did a couple like local unsanctioned shows um, and uh, quickly realized that that was uh, a little bit boring in my opinion. Um, <laughs> I saw the, you know, the Atlas stones and would rather lift those than just squat bench yeah. deadlift. But I think for the most part, you get a power lifter in there, um, just adding in that, you know, overhead component is, is important. Um, but you can quickly transition somebody that's even Olympic lifting, I think is a great transition. Um, and CrossFit, I think CrossFit gives a, a good base. Uh, good, you know, conditioning base, a good strength base. Super um, moving. I've noticed all the CrossFit people are usually the best movers. Like I came yep. from CrossFit, so moving events were great for me because I was like, oh, cardio, you got it. Like I'm there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I uh, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I started off just CrossFit as a way to lose weight, and quickly realized like, hey, there's this whole other thing called strongman and like I need to get this baby weight off and like I started doing that and then someone from CrossFit's like hey you're extremely strong and you should try this sport and I was like all right did like one competition in love like that that was it that that was it but I also my first competition um I went to a novice class I got first went to nationals and then realized I could never go back to novice and I was like oh god what did I do <laughs> <laughs> Why <would> I do? <laughs> so. yeah I, I think that's um I have there's somebody that I coach that uh he just won his first novice show and uh I told him I said he's doing Ohio strongest this weekend nice. so I'm like I'm like pushing it this whole like time you know you gotta go open at least get an open class you know, open uh, competition under your belt before yeah. you go to nationals. You can't just, you know, it's a rude awakening if you win a novice class, which everybody has their own opinions on whether or not a novice winner should really be at nationals or not. You know, granted, I'm sure there's. Because I freaking did that novice show and I did so my I was coached by Ricky and he was like well let's get you I'd already signed up for another show he's like well let's make sure you do good in your first open show mm -hmm. and I did not do good in my first open show and then I was like oh, now I gotta go all the way to freaking national and I also had like two compressed discs so I was like this was just bad it was bad for my ego and it was like bad for like my motivation because I was like fuck like I just got owned in my first open class and now my back's fucked up and I'm going to nationals and I'm not going to do good. So I would say no, novice people shouldn't because it can kill someone from being in the sport. Like they're going to be like, no, I'm good. Like, you know, someone yeah. be, you know, deterred because they don't think they can do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of what I'm pushing them to do is just, okay, you need to get your feet wet even more in this open category because there's going to be guys there that, I mean, potentially it could be at nationals too. You know, yeah. you need to kind of step up your game a little bit. It's so much different than the open. The dude, like night and day. Yeah, and he's a heavyweight, so he's like, you know, those are <laughs> those weights. I mean, he's like, he has a a decent deadlift. You know, he can deadlift close to I think six hundred pounds, but for a heavyweight, you know, that's still not 
where yeah. he needs to be as far as like it shows it's not yeah it's yeah. Yeah. he's got a ways to go but sure. <laughs> but yeah that i mean it's definitely good to get something under your belt right after novice just so you know it it it, it can just break you down mentally and physically you know getting the more experience you get <clears throat> the more time you get under it i mean it, it just it gets better along the way yeah absolutely it's another thing too i think that novice shouldn't get to compete in um nationals because it doesn't reinforce that it is a marathon and not a sprint. Like when you let a novice go to these huge shows and bite off more than they can chew, like you've just put them into a sprint. <clears throat> burn themselves out and then they're gonna be like, why am I doing this? You know? So good point. Yeah. How how's the pace at nationals? Like, you know, as far as USS and strongman core, like a comparison, is it pretty fast paced or trying to just um, get the day over with more or less or having done both i i almost prefer the uh the two-day format um yeah. you know uss like ran us through very quickly so there's there's pros and cons to each i think sure um yeah uss we were in and out um i mean there was a little bit of waiting around for like the podiums at the end but um, I don't know what time did we start like nine and we were done the women's classes were done by like two you don't um, have to for the podium if you don't podium <laughs> um, and then yeah the two-day format with strongman core was uh, you know you just get a little bit more I think recovery in there with you know there's three events per day and you can um, they had us in there from like nine to noon every day the mm. guys were after us um to so get to eat and uh, recover a little bit in the evening um so personally i think i do better when it's spaced out like that a little bit yeah. you get the time to kind of regroup recover a little bit and yeah. you know get your game plan kind of put together yeah so it'll be interesting like classes like you know it's going to be a different experience there's different you know there's such differences between some of these shows you know i think um, clash is kind of like uh it seems like it's the most fast paced of all of them and then um you know these nationals where they kind of drag it out a little bit um, but overall wasn't too bad i know there's been some other nationals where it was too long for people waiting in between, you know, attempts and stuff like that. But sure. that wasn't the case this year. I'm kind of looking forward to OSG for that aspect because, yeah, they split up the events in three days, but they also have time between each event. So I'm, I like that. I'm like, okay, that's time to eat and like hydrated and recover a little bit. And like, those are some heavy weights. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, I want to perform my best. So, like, I'm glad I have that time to utilize. So I'm hoping that it doesn't blow up in my face and I'm right about this one. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good, yeah. I think overall, I'm just going to treat it as an experience and have fun. You know, when I do that and I'm not as, like, serious about things, 
it usually goes in my yeah. favor. So. I'm like, I just want to have fun and like, yeah. like I'm not gonna go there and be like, you know, oh, I'm gonna leave. I just want to have fun. Like, I want to do as best as I can. But at the end of the day, like, we're going to Daytona Beach. It's fun. Like, we're gonna have fun. That that's what it is. That's right. Try not to get into your head too much and on the mental side of it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't do any favors for yourself by amping yourself up with stress right before. That's just right. silly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, essentially, this is the biggest stage for us that we're ever going to see. You know, right. this is this is it. So we've both made it to that level, and um, you know, time to enjoy and time to lay it all out, all out there too. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna lay it all out. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'll have you too. <laughs> so are you guys going a, a day early when you're heading out? Or are you going to go a couple days early or make a vacation out of it? Or Yeah, like so, Tuesday, I think we leave Tuesday. Actually. Okay. What about you, Lauren? Um, I'll be there on Wednesday and then I'm going to leave on Monday. But I took a few days after so that i could have like a few days to sleep when i get home yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I was like i'm gonna be clinically dead you don't want me here just yeah those days at home to just kind of decompress and just sit and relax and you know bring my kid to school and just you know knock out for a few hours yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely um what uh is there anybody you guys are looking forward to competing against that weekend or any or you look forward to seeing anybody compete i should have except for this this emily flowers girl i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've never actually competed other than the qualifier, I think uh, in the same class, so that'll be interesting. Well, I'm excited to compete against you because you were heavyweight at nationals, so I didn't get to compete mm -hmm. with you. Nancy. Went heavyweight, so I didn't get to compete with her. So I'm I'm really excited. Like I know she's gonna bring it hard, but I'm like that is like that's exciting to be able to compete next to somebody like that. You know, right? Absolutely. And yeah, Nancy. Uh, I think Jessica Mitchell's another one. I saw her. She was posting some people at at nationals i'm excited to see what she does post uh car accidents i know she had like a weird beginning to the prep with that whole thing and she was in a lot of pain yeah. but she's really good now so i'm like well let's see what you can pull out of this in a month because she didn't she got cheated out of her prep but she's yeah. strong she's fast so i'm like excited to see what she's going to do yeah so. i competed against her uh in 2020 nationals but i have not had the opportunity uh, since so, I competed um, in the 2021 nationals. That's where okay. Yeah, so gotcha. Yeah, yeah there's played. a. I mean, there's a lot of names in that class, you know, that I recognize, but then there's a lot that I don't. So, um, yeah. I know Chloe. Chloe Brennan's one that uh, is going up a class. I think mm -hmm. she's in our our 160 class. Um, yeah. Chloe yeah. has the you know the Denny Stone or that recent Denny Stone record. Yes. She's she's pretty much a force to be reckoned with. So that's a name that stands out. Um, yeah. So there's a lot. I mean, there's 
it's just a who's who of strongman really that's going to be there and it's it's exciting it's going to be a a cool environment yeah I'm excited for it um i'm excited to see victoria long and inez duke it out because those are two bad bitches right there and i'm like wow okay like this is gonna be fun to watch <laughs> they're yeah. both incredible athletes so that'll be a show not gonna lie i haven't paid attention to like any of the dudes <laughs> so <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> that should be interesting too there it's a it's a very stacked class i mean it, yeah but i mean it's gonna be an awesome weekend for you guys you know just uh but you know like you said though take it in and enjoy it and like it's we're lucky we even qualified for it so it's like you know and we're lucky to be able to afford to even go so yeah you better enjoy it (laughs) yeah well and that's a huge factor too you know all the expenses that come along with the sport and you know trying to plan that out and making sure you know you can make it to things and budgeting that with your time and it's yeah for sure it'd be stressful oh yeah pay to play baby yeah yeah it's Man, I always complain to you. I'm like, oh, I never go on vacations. And I'm like, yeah, because you pay to go to all these competitions. <laughs> right. That's what I'm that's what I'm treating it as. It's gonna be a vacation. I mean, we're gonna be yeah. on the beach. It's gonna be, you know, a little chillier than I'd <laughs> like yeah. for a for a Florida vacation, but are you bringing uh, your kids? So my husband's coming with me, um, but the kids nice. are going to their dads for the weekend. So okay. um, but yeah, it'll be It'll be kind of a nice little little getaway for us too. Yeah. Are you staying right near the arena or do you you have a yeah. or um I forget what the hotel name is. I let uh Tony Varecchia, she's part of the Youngstown group, she kind of booked all of our stuff. I forget. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah, she's um she's great. So she's kind of handling all the she's my travel agent for the there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She competed there last year too, right? Yeah. She did. Yeah. She was at uh and she was also at the the 64s uh clash. The clash. Well, I think she did fairly well. I think she came in about maybe sixth or seventh at clash. Um mm-hmm. and then uh yeah, she's been to OSG a few times. Oh. Awesome. Who else is in your Youngstown crew? Um, so there's Tim uh Mikowski. He's uh, newer to the sport he placed really well in the uh, the 231 class so on the qualifier um and then bernie gravette um he's i believe a 175 he's a lightweight um guy and then we have uh let's see lacy and i forget her last last name she's uh i think she's out of state though She's, so she's traveling and she's part of Sean's crew though. Sure. Um, and then we have uh, Megan Tomei, who's also in mine and Lauren's class as well. I don't, I don't know that she's done OSG in the past. Um, this might be her first year as well. Is this your first year? Yeah, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I've never, I have not done the qualifier uh, before either. This is my first experience with it. Do they have, do they have a date set yet for, for the clash? Amy, for that group? I have, I have not heard. I asked him uh, two or three months ago just to see like where his, head was as far as like mm-hmm. where because I think there was mention of it not even being in Hilton Head this year as far as like you know original clash which is usually combined with the 82 class for uh-huh. women um, I, I was uh, kind of heard that it wasn't going to be in Hilton Head so I was asking him where he was thinking as far as the location for it and the dates and uh, couldn't get much out of him but yeah, um, I'm sure that'll be upcoming yeah i've i've heard that floating around too that it it may not be at hilton head but i'm not quite sure yeah where you know the certainties of it yet though but yeah there was like rumor about myrtle beach maybe um but i said as long as it's not the coast of lake erie you know i'll be fine (laughs) right yeah you don't need to be there for that yeah right (laughs) Yeah. Going with Lauren, who's going with you from Texas? Um, so I know Stephanie Harris going. Um, so she's coming. Um every time someone asks me this, like I draw a blank. Julia's Julia going too. Julia, yeah. Okay. I train with for OSG is coming. Yeah. <laughs> Julia will come with Dom. Dom's he's not competing, but he'll be there. Okay. Stephanie Herod. Um wow, Lauren, get it together. Um, I know there's a ton of dudes like Stephen Good is going. Uh, oh, I want to say John Stacy, but I don't. He's he's at a battle axe as well, but I don't think he is. I think he's trying to qualify for the clash right now. Gotcha. Sure. Um, who else is going? Wow, I can't think of anyone. Um, there's a lot of people from Texas going. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I gotta do research. How do um? How are you both feeling? physically wise feel pretty good and ready to ready to go any ailments or anything bothering you at the moment or no just trying to stay kind of peak from nationals you know um so headed right into like i said that 90 percent this week was a little tough so i've got i've got some events uh saturday like stone and circus dumbbell um and then, of course, I think he's got farmers for me Saturday, too. So it's going to be interesting to see how Saturday goes. Because I have not, I haven't touched the stone in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But since, it's one of my, USS I mean, it's one of my favorite things. What's that? Since USS Nationals? or Yeah, it would have been yeah. since USS. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's right. I just haven't practiced, like, stone over bar. It's been all, like, stone to shoulder for yeah. the most part. So. Um, 
Well, so, oh, I was going to ask you, Lauren, how are, how are you feeling? You, uh, no injury, uh, nothing ready to go. So my hip injury that I had for a while and my back thing, it's been really good. So yeah. I'm hoping that way. Um, I did have a little arm issue from like, I guess it was just overusing the circus dumbbell, but we got past that. So I'm feeling pretty good right now. Um, I'm getting a little tired, a little hungry from the weight cut, but it's really not that bad because I'm still throwing up those good numbers. So I'm trying to like just mentally, you know, relish those little moments. But um, yeah, I think I'm doing good. Sometimes I get nervous, but it's okay. Like you're going to get nervous with the world, like it's world. So great. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling good about this. Good. Yeah, that's good. Um, I know Sean's kind of a deadlift guru. I, Holly, I keep in touch with Holly, and she's hired him as a you know her deadlift coach. And I know she, yeah, she's uh, yeah, he's putting her through the ringer for that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're not, if your posterior chain isn't like ride after a, a Sean Shoemaker workout and yeah. he did it wrong you know <laughs> he finds a way to like program something you know uh deadlift related whether it's a row or you know anything like that it seems like in every workout so yeah. but he's very like it's very um simple programming it's to the point you know it's nothing um too crazy that I have to figure out on a daily basis um and he does the uh, RP base. So I think that helps okay. with, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, even especially with like a weight cut or something, you're not maybe day to day is a little bit different and being able to like gauge what, you know, an RP eight feels like on, you know, a bad day versus a good day and being able to adjust versus, um, you know, percentage based uh, programming. I, I definitely like that aspects of how he coaches so um for people that might not know or or that are curious how important is accessory work along with the main lifts yeah I mean I personally tell my clients that the accessory work is just as important if not more important you know you still want to push the weights on your accessory work a lot of people think it's maybe just like formality and just you know um they can skip it or you know depending on the client it's kind of um kind of different person to person but I always try to push my my accessory work and um tell my clients to do the same so yeah accessory work here to help your weaknesses or your imbalances if you're not doing the accessory work, like your coach is gonna know. Then be like, why aren't you getting better? <laughs> oh, because I skipped all my single leg or single arm stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, here's your answer. <laughs> yeah, so it it's it plays a huge factor in the overall aspect of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. In Any a perfect way, you could just do a deadlift and be good, but you know, it's not like that. I actually kind of enjoy, you know, the accessory work too. I mean, I, um, it's a rare occasion that I miss, you know, something. I don't know. There's been a couple rare occasions, but I always feel like that workout is like incomplete if for some reason I 
skip something or don't have time for something. But um, yeah, it definitely plays a role in your, like you said, your weaknesses and your imbalances. Yeah. You all the accessories, like my coach was giving me, like my deadlift would have never improved. All the pain I was having lifting, like wouldn't have gone away. Is a lot of it taught me better form. I strengthened like things that maybe weren't as strong as they needed to be. But like, I take pride in my accessories because I know, like, at the end of the day, those the little things are what builds the big things. So right. try to yeah. take some pride with intent, you know. So it all has purpose for the bigger, the grand scheme of it all. Yep. The Amy. Are you training your sister in strongman or does she just train with you regularly? Yeah, she um she did her first show uh in Youngstown this past summer at awesome. one of Sean's uh shows. So okay. that was like the first time uh she had ever really gotten into it. So she comes and trains like three times a week. My both my sisters do. Um oh, okay. the one doesn't really compete, but yeah, you know, they they come over and work out in the garage gym and uh so I, I tried to get her to do Ohio's strongest this weekend. She just had a lot going on and wasn't, yeah. wasn't going to be, you know, prepared enough, I think. Sure. So we'll get her doing another one here at, at right some on. point. Did she yeah. enjoy your competition? She did. Yeah, she did amazing. Like she, uh, um, she won her, her novice class. So nice. I think she's got, she's got some work to do to get a little bit stronger to maybe level up to that open class, but she'll yeah. be she'll be ready when the time comes right on yeah do you um i'm gonna stop the recording here in a minute but uh is there any uh you guys want to give uh your name of your coach and your nutrition coach if anybody's curious or looking for services yeah so my coach is uh josh cologne uh, his handle on Instagram is Dr. JMC Strength. And then my nutritionist is Matt McKeegan. I don't know his handle off the top of my head, but I think it's something like Matt McKeegan 93. <laughs> yeah, uh, my coach is uh, Sean Shoemaker. I think he's, again, something very simple like Sean Shoemaker, at Sean Shoemaker or underscore Sean Shoemaker. You look him up. Yeah, he's, you'll find him. Um, and then I actually don't have a nutrition coach, uh, but Sean has kind of like uh, done a little bit of that with me, just kind of guiding me with macros and stuff like that. Cause I'm pretty familiar with it, but if yeah. I have a question, I can, I can go to him uh, yeah. for any nutrition stuff. Like if I feel like, Hey, I need a refeed. What do you think about this? He'll, you know, tell me his opinion on that. Bounce but, ideas off him and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And for, so, for anybody that, doesn't know or wants to follow you what are your instagram handles uh mine is uh at i think it's uh strong woman Emily flowers uh all one word that's my instagram uh i think Emily flowers on facebook as well awesome lauren mine's atlas underscore stoned but the the o is a zero <laughs> and uh on facebook i'm just lauren Ryder you know, typical name. Right on. Well, I'm going to stop the recording and uh, I'll talk to you guys for a few minutes after that. I'm just going to